Hello, hello, hello. This is Who the Fuck Knows with Emily Rose. I'm Emily Rose. This is going to be quick. This is going to be very, very quick, you all. I just finished watching The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City Reunion Part 3. And I'm going to go into a bigger, deep dive on all three parts of the reunion. I am going to do that later, maybe hopefully in the next couple of days. Hopefully I can get a guest. If not, you guys are going to have to bear with me. But I needed to come on here and say a couple of things because I feel led. I feel led by the God that Mary Cosby's congregation owes money to, (laughs) to come on here and just say a couple of things. First, it was revealed a couple of hours before the, the final part of the reunion aired that Monica will not be returning for season five of Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, which is not... I don't know if I want to say it's not surprising because I was hoping that she would be back. But I also said it makes sense if she's not. I think it's fair uh, if she's not. Then Andy on Watch What Happens Live, which is a whole other thing. I have lots of thoughts about that, too. But on Watch What Happens Live immediately following the episode, Andy said she's on a break. Which and then, of course, Queens of Bravo's ass goes, break is the new pause. Y'all aren't seeing Monica come back. And they had a picture of Dorinda Medley. And I'm like, your argument is flawed because Dorinda has been back on every single show that isn't Roni because you canceled Roni. But she's been on two iterations of Ultimate Girls Trip. She, she's been all over the place. She's been featured at BravoCon. You guys stop playing. Anyway, so he said she's on a break. So there's a, a, maybe a possibility. A door is open for her to come back. What I want to say today is I'm keeping one unblackened eye on Ms. Heather Gay, okay? Now, before I get there, let me just say Monica flopped in this reunion, and I want to make that very clear. I love Monica. You guys know this. She flopped in this reunion. She did not have steady arguments. Her burn book was tacky and corny as hell. It was pointless. She couldn't really, I feel like that would be a great novelty gift. Like if she, I'm going to tweet this so that she can see this. I will buy that book. If Monica made a Real Housewives of Salt Lake City themed burn book and she has all that stuff in there, I will 100% buy that book. So she can uh, reprint those if that doesn't violate some sort of major copyright law with uh, whoever, Universal Studios or whatever. Magnolia Pictures, whoever put on Mean Girls, uh, I'll buy it. So that flopped. Uh, Her arguments flopped. I thought it was very odd. Uh, The the staking out, which is something that they kept saying and no one had context on until this piece of the reunion where we saw a couple of videos beforehand, but essentially she was out here rolling by and seeing what Jen was up to. And it's creepy behavior. Uh, but I also agree with her that it is not what she was doing was not out of the realm of shit that teenage girls do. Most of what she does is not out of the realm of something that teenage girls do to boyfriends or girls they hate. It is stereotypical 
uh, teenage girl, maybe even mean teenage girl behavior from Monica. Okay, the way she talks to her mom, the way she insults, the burn book, driving by people's houses that you hate to get information on them. That's all very high school behavior. I work in a high school, so I know this. I was a high schooler. I had a friend who, um, it's not funny. She made a burn book uh, on the people she hated. Uh, and so it, it's something that happens in, in high school, okay? So that's all corny and lame. So she did not do well in this part three of the reunion. I was kind of disappointed. She didn't drive her point home. We didn't get a lot of facts, and it felt very one-sided because we got a lot coming from Lisa's ass and Heather and one more thing Lisa Barlow pipe the fuck down Lisa pipe down just chill stop now it's funny please get me please don't get me wrong the shit is funny as hell okay it is very entertaining to me that Lisa has this compulsion to be the center of attention no matter what right I think that is so funny but at the end of the day, girl, no one's asking you about Mormonism because you're not Mormon. Uh, no one's concerned about how Jen treated you because she didn't put hands on you. No one's worried about whether or not the story behind the $60,000 ring, whether it was 59 k how you got it, because it's just not that big of a deal. You love nice things as you should. Good for you. You do religion your own way as you should. Good for you. And you didn't get close enough to Jen to let her hurt you. And that's good for you as well. You just, you got to step back from the game. Everything isn't about you, hon. Everything is not about Lisa Barlow. Okay. But then you have Heather. And I just don't know how you can see Heather's behavior on the reunions and then coming on Watch What Happens Live with a, with a, trampoline a nice tightly pulled face and her body snatched because she told us she was on ozempic and she said she was doing it the doctor recommended way which it does look like she was uh hopefully that works out for her because apparently ozempic is gonna cause everyone to i don't know have some sort of major issue according to the news but i don't know if i believe that she came on watch what happens live with the smugness of a ugh, just like um randall from monsters inc like that smug ass attitude that randall from monsters inc has that's how she came out on watch what happens live and that's how she was in part three of the reunion and i feel i feel personally i felt like she was deceiving me i can't put my finger on it i can't describe but there was certain wording certain ways that she spoke certain things that she did like for example in part two when she brought out the recording and she was like you talk shit about mary and then she plays this recording to me and from what i can find online it is clear that she played that recording in the middle of something that monica was saying about jen Jen was calling Mary an asshole. Monica was talking shit about Jen. She was not talking about Mary, and I think Heather knows that. Now, I'm not up here to defend every single thing that Monica does, but I think that it's fucked up that Heather is leading this charge against this woman when you were caping for this criminal. 
for a criminal. And now all of a sudden, it's, oh, you know, you're putting up cameras. Let me say something else, too, about that. I don't like the way that that's getting spun. I want to know, here's what I want to know. What capacity, in what capacity did Jen's assistants work for her in general? How much work did Jen do for herself? I've worked as a personal assistant. I don't want to give a timeline of when, but let's just say it has, it's been recent enough where that person does not check their own emails. I reply for them. I replied for them. That person, I've literally had to install cameras for that person. Now, I have integrity, so I'm not, and I also don't give a shit about what's going on in their life, and they're not a criminal, so they don't have anything interesting going on. I'm not going to go around and and spread the news or allude to having access to things that I, sh- that I don't have any business having access to, for, frankly. But Monica did. But for people to be like, it's so creepy for her to put them up in her house, babe. I promise you Jen asked her to do that because I promise you Jen did not want to do the work. Jen had all these people around her to do things that Jen thought were below her. Okay. So I'm sure there's a whole host of chores and tasks and things that regular ass people can get done themselves because they don't think that they're above it. But Jen did. And that's why she had her assistants running around the city looking crazy getting her laundry, going to Target for her, getting her candles, whatever the fuck, okay? That's the kind of person Jen is. And y'all know that I don't like to say things like, well, we'll never know. Because with reality shows, there's so much footage and there's so many people involved that eventually we will know. Like, we will know. The only thing that I think we may not actually ever know is whether or not Heather is lying right now about if she remembers how she got, how exactly Jen gave her the black eye. I think she's still keeping that a secret. I think it is fucked that she is going around. She, I, I, and I already hated it. All Andy had to do is bring it up, start the sentence talking about the black eye for me to remember how much I could not stand the way she handled that. And everybody throughout the season's like, you know what? I'm really coming around on Heather. Heather did great this season. But I still don't like her ass because I don't like the way that she handled that shit. I really don't. And then she's sitting here and she's like, I'm sorry. You're not sorry. You're not sorry at all because you were saving your ass. You're not sorry at all. And every single one of those women knew what was going on with Jen. Maybe there's a couple that didn't. Maybe Angie didn't. Monica certainly did. Heather certainly did. Lisa certainly did, lest we forget, calling seven or eight lawyers. Meredith knew. I don't know. I don't know what I don't know what goes on in Whitney. I don't know what Whitney absorbs from day to day. Heather's playing, y'all. And mark my words, we're gonna find out what's really good with Heather Gay. I don't know why. I don't know. I I don't know how. I don't know how you can watch the reunion and then the watch what happens live and not come out of it thinking something's not adding up. There's something weird about the standard that Monica is being held to that Jen was not. And then the way that she keeps talking about them being friends. 
She keeps saying friends. You all are not, you and Whitney, legit, were not friends for like two years. Mary hates all of you. She hates y'all's asses. She said it to your face. So she's not a friend, okay? At the very beginning of the very beginning of the show, Heather, you said Lisa Barlow's a fake ass bitch, essentially, because she called you a good time girl and you don't even know what that means. And blah, 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 blah. And essentially, it's all because she couldn't have known because she didn't know you that well in high school or something. Something like that that got convoluted and twisted and retold again later on. You got Jenny, who Barlow's ass is out here defending to this day, who is a racist. So even if you are friends with her, you shouldn't be. You shouldn't align yourself with her. Who else? Who else do I need to name? Oh, Lisa and Meredith? Yeah. They're not friends. They are not friends. You didn't hear Meredith or Lisa not once come out of their mouth. These people are my real friends. You didn't hear all of that. Okay? Because they're not friends. They don't like each other. Lisa thinks that Meredith slept with Alvin of New York. And that's the truth. So stop trying to sell us this lie. You're not that good of an actress. And I know that's a cliche to say nowadays. Because she's not trying to be an actress. But maybe she should take some classes. Because when you're sitting on that Watch What Happens Live stage, you go, Andy, we are friends. I am so grateful for these women. Because we are real friends. We're friends. These women are my friends. How many... Girl, stop it. Stop trying to play with me. Stop trying to play with everybody. I don't like it. I don't, li- I don't like the way that she's maneuvering this. I don't like that because she feels threatened or, f- or f- which is because, because Jen called you Shrek, Heather. You're still so insecure. I just, I'm not saying it was nice, but your, your vibes aren't nice. Your aura isn't nice. I don't like your energy right now. It's giving self-righteousness because you found out. And then you're talking about Tanisha isn't your hairdresser anymore, except she is, though. Or she was up until, what, yesterday? So let's say maybe she, she said that Tanisha stepped away just because all of the press of it all was too much. Okay, so you don't have a problem with her. She was with it. You didn't bring any evidence that Monica was the only one to run the account, which is what you kept trying to say the entire reunion. Now you're coming to, I just, you don't have any proof of that. Talking about producers, they edited, we watched them edit out like six other names that Monica says at that finale of people that were involved. And I bet you did love that shit. These women have shit on each other, you all. And I know all of the housewives do, but I'm going to say it's probably Beverly Hills at the top. With these women a very close second. As far as, like, secret keeping to a degree where everyone could be in some serious trouble. 
That's what I think. That's how they act. And then you want me to take you seriously. You guys keep being friends with, like, fraudsters. So I'm supposed to take you seriously after that? Come on. Come on. So I'm not mad that Monica's not coming back next season. I'm disappointed because I think it would have been interesting storytelling. Now we got two new ladies coming on. I don't... uh, Just... What? What do they have to bring to the table? And another thing. Another thing. Quickly. Monica said, well, the first round of casting, I did tell them that I ran an account. And Andy says, well, we wouldn't have cast you if that was the case. Andy, stop. First of all, Andy acts like the process is Andy casts them. Andy, you don't know shit about what's going on. Aren't you always trying to tell us that you're just a figurehead now? Or that's what the press says, and I believe that press is put out on his behalf. The only the only show you really have stakes in still, I think, is either OC or Roni. You don't have anything to do with decision making. Which I know that's I know I'm being I know I'm nitpicking. I know he's being hyperbolic, but it's like I went to a casting, a reality television casting panel a week ago, me, Emily. Where they said to get cast on reality television, you have to be authentic and you have to be an interesting person. And I promise you, if Monica went in that casting, whatever, and said, oh, yeah, I used to run an account that talked shit about Jen Shaw. Why would that automatically disqualify her from being cast? I, I don't I, I sat with these people for like an hour and a half and they didn't say anything about that. I feel like. And and they were Bravo people. So I feel like if that was a real concern, then in light of the circumstances that would have come up, granted, I didn't ask because I, for reasons I'll tell, talk to you about later. <laughs> All I'm saying is it's hard for, I believe Monica, essentially, is what I'm saying, that the casting process is not like you don't go up to the head of casting and then at NBC Universal. That's not how it works. You go through several people. So I believe that she told one person. I believe that. And if you think that NBC Bravo is going to fire whoever that is, if they have proof, which they probably don't, if you think that they're going to, or maybe they do, it's probably on Zoom. But if you think they're going to fire them after Monica's existence on the show caused them the bet they they revived the show the show was in the garbage can last year the show didn't make any sense they were so busy hiding things and they had to talk around so many things they were lying about so much shit last year that from a storytelling perspective there was nothing there you just got a bunch of very agitated women for reasons that we the audience couldn't understand because they had gotten themselves roped in with a criminal Monica's not a criminal. She makes some very unwise decisions. And she hates Jen in a manner that she needs to go to therapy for. But that does not make Monica, Nikki Garcia Fowler, Darnell, a criminal. And maybe she is. I'm not going to put it past anybody that had anything to do with Jen that they didn't, they weren't involved. But it's crazy to me. That we can see 
Monica's in the car when she's doing these quote-unquote stakeouts. She's in the car with other people that, whose faces are blurred. Tanisha came out as a part of Reality Vontees. All of these things are linked. There's a link. There's, so you're, you're, Heather's whole, it was just you. How many times did she say that on the reunion? It was just you, Monica. No, it was just you. It was only you. You're the only person. She said it so many times. But it wasn't just Monica. So I, I'm just frustrated, obviously, y'all. And I think I feel this is just, again, this is instant reactions. Let me have a couple of days. Let me have a couple of days. But I feel like people are, get so wrapped up in the scandal that they don't look at, like, what's factual. So factually, Monica crossed a lot of boundaries and did some really weird shit. Okay, factually, that's what she did. And she hurt people. And I'm not going to deny that. But factually, like, for example, I saw a tweet (laughs) where they said something like, Monica installing cameras is really, like, serial killer behavior. And if you agree with her doing that, then you're a serial killer. It was something to that extent. If that is not a direct quote. And then someone's in the comments and they're like, but Jen told her to. Well, you're a serial killer. Like, just listen to what the woman's saying. And no shit Jen is going to come out and say, I don't, I don't think she has yet, but I, just watch for it. Of course Jen is going to come out and say, I never told Monica to install cameras. I had no idea. Of course that's what she's going to tell her bestie, Heather, who also said something very weird on Watch What Happens Live to the extent of like, well, at least we knew who Jen was when she was uh, defrauding the elderly. Girl, what? No. So you're cool with that? You're okay. So if you knew who she was and defrauding elderly people and scamming them out of millions of money and abusing her staff, And being just an unstable person in general. That is all cool with you. But somehow you cannot forgive Monica. Because she didn't tell you she ran an account. That perpetuated that Jen said you looked like Shrek. So that is morally. That's your morality line. Well that tells me all I need to know about you Heather. That's all. (laughs) You're okay with white collar crimes. You're okay with scheming and embezzling. And one day, and I hope that Monica puts her good investigative skills to use and gets out there and exposes whatever the hell is going on with Beauty Lab and Laser because there's something up there. Okay? Now, she probably can't because she has lawsuits with them. But the, the, I just, there was a lot going on in their behavior that just told me the other women are still protecting something. And they feel betrayed, it feels to me, because I think that they were engaging in conversations with this account, people that were running at certain posts, 
and I believe that they were feeding information. And I will say it doesn't really benefit Monica to say that because the women are just going to say they didn't. And then it's a she said, she said situation. Now, Monica, I believe, could bring receipts. I don't know. I just feel like there's something. I feel like for everything that Monica could bring against the women, the women could come back and say, "Okay, well, you were in the conversation talking shit, too. And then it just makes Monica look bad. So ultimately, I am glad that she's taking a break, quote unquote, according to Andy. I hope that she comes back. I told you guys on my last episode, if you didn't listen, um, again, I went to a reality television conference thing that was happening in Atlanta last weekend. And uh, I'm, I'm whatever. I was on Staff Me Up and under Shed Media, there's they are hiring for a PA to start in Salt Lake City for what is, I believe, Salt Lake City Housewives on February 5th. So they're going to start filming here in the next couple of weeks, I think, probably within the next month. And they better because the only way they're going to get interest out of me is if they start prying into these women. And I don't know if it's going to be Whitney. I don't know if it's going to be Meredith. But I hope one of those women come to their senses and start to really think about this. Maybe Whitney won't. But Whitney's on to something about Heather. I, I, I think her Titanic sensibilities are maybe off. The wind's not blowing the boat right. But I think that Whitney's catching on to something about Heather. Or already knows. And I think that Heather's going to get knocked down a peg. Because it took absolutely nothing for her to be the fan least favorite after last season. So her status in like Bravo Leb hierarchy queendom for life is is fragile. Because she, she got knocked off quick, honey. So with that fragile of a fan base reaction i don't know i don't know how she's gonna hold up are they gonna talk about monica i don't know anyway these are my instant reactions like i said hopefully i'm gonna get a guest on to talk you know all things bravo all things real housewives of salt lake city reunion next week vanderpump rules season 11 premiere baby i'll be coming back with an instant reactions for that so look out for that on Thursday of next week, Wednesday of next week. Yeah. I love you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you want to know how to support the show, first thing, follow me at who TF knows Emily Rose on Instagram. You can follow me on Twitter, WTFK Emily Rose on Twitter. You can check my bio. It'll give you all the information for how to donate if you want to. You don't have to. But most importantly, just share, subscribe, download all of those good things. I love you guys and I will talk to you guys later. Bye bye.